Hey everybody, this is Shelly, your mouthy mama from Talking Trash and Truths. And I haven't done Q&A Saturday in a couple weeks. So, before Saturday is over, um, because technically I have like another five hours, you know, for people living in California. Um, so I, I printed out a bunch of have you ever questions. And there's, there's a couple different types. There's, um, there's the regular kind of questions. There's the naughty kind of questions and there's the funny kind of questions. So maybe we'll do some of each. Why not? Right. Should be rapid fire. Do, 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 do. How is everybody doing out there? If you could do me a favor and hit that subscribe and the like and leave a comment or share this anything to get me up in the algorithm because youtube is killing me they're burying everything i do i did a short this afternoon for the cat no views none whatsoever it's been like six hours that's impossible just the hashtag cat alone sent that directly to like 8 million people. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with that, but it's weird. Anyway, so these are like, have you ever blah, blah, blah. Sorry, right, regular ones. Let's go. Have you ever held or petted a wild animal? What, a wild animal? Yeah because i never know when to not touch um it didn't really happen with my mother often because she's very much like the helicopter mother always hovering you know i was not allowed to have any fun but you know my father he didn't care so he was like yeah oh yeah you want to go touch that skunk go ahead i'll look a raccoon go ahead go pet it go pick it up pick it up i was there friendly he didn't care he'd hand me snakes snapping turtles he didn't, he didn't give a shit um, so yes, I've held more than my share of wild animals. Um, have you ever broken a bone? Broken a bone? A bone? No, I've never broken a bone. I've broken teeth. I've broken cartilage. I've ripped my ACL. Um, I've ripped my meniscus. But yeah, broke a bone? No, I have really, really high calcium. However, my bones are now grinding together. So we'll see how long that lasts. Um, have you ever been on the radio or on television? Well, technically, I'm on the radio all the time now because people play my podcasts on their car radio. And on television, I have been in many, many studio audiences. We went, I went to the, um, what was it? She was a big girl. Uh, Marnie Wilson, Marnie Wilson. Was that her name? I think so. Anyway, she was one of the, one of those, with, I don't know. She was one of the daughters of one of the mamas and papas or one of the beach boys, one of the beach boys. She was the daughter of one of the beach boys. She was the big one. Um, and I've, I've been to the view. I actually brought my mother to the view. Um, years and years ago back before it got really stupid 
and I had put in for the tickets and I got them like a year later and it was right before her birthday. So I brought her for her birthday and she got to like, you know, see Rod Stewart. She was very excited and she got a Rod Stewart, you know, CD and she got free Omaha steaks and I forget what else. I forget who else was there, but she had a really good time. Um, I'm glad I got to do that with her. Have you ever stayed awake for an entire night? You know, not for nothing. I'm awake every night. Every night, all night, whether I want to be or not. Have you ever broken something like a window and ran away? No, I've broken somebody's nutsack and ran away. Well, I didn't run away. I more like stepped over him and walked away hysterically laughing. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo, poor Spanky. Have you ever went skydiving, bungee jumping, or parasailing? Okay, here's the thing. As an adult, I'm not an adventurous person when it comes to that kind of stuff. As a kid, sure. But as, as an adult, no. 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 After my dad died, my uncle got me to do a lot of high adrenaline activities. And I'd rather not revisit that because I'm not an adventurous person. Not like that. Have you ever talked on the phone for more than two hours? I rarely talk on the phone less than two hours. Because people don't shut up. I don't shut up either, so it's okay. All right, so let's try the naughty ones. <laughs> Have you ever showered with someone of the opposite sex? I mean, yeah, of course. Who hasn't? Although it's funny, I used to, <laughs> I used to blindfold my husband and say, come on, come on, feel your way around. <laughs> I'd be like, God damn it. Why can't I just look? Because I don't want you to. Just keep the damn thing on your eyes. It was just funny watching him like try to reach for him. Like, ah, follow the sound of my voice. <laughs> um, have you ever taken a pregnancy test? Oh, God. Have I ever failed a pregnancy test? Nope. Nope. Uh, have you ever lied about your age? No, nah, I don't see the point. I'm 48 years old. I'll be 49 the last day in March. Woo! Have you ever been hit on by someone who was too old? Oh, yeah. Joey Pants. He was way too old. He was like 40. I was 17. Even if he was 30, he looked like he was 40. I was 17. Disgusting. And if you don't know who Joey Pants is, <laughs> he's the dude who backstabs them in the matrix hmm yeah he's your old you know i see the steak blah, 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 blah. it's always gonna be steak me 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 you could take that steak and shove it right up his butt um have you ever worn special clothes to cover up a hickey i was wondering where that was going have i worn well i've worn a turtleneck yeah I've worn a high sweater. I've worn a scarf. I mean, for the most part, my teenage years, I dated nothing but fucking vampires. That's all they did. <laughs> Just black and blue neck. There was one guy, He, I didn't even know his mouth could open that wide. But he literally took my entire neck in his mouth. Like his teeth could almost meet if he would have just chomped down. I was like, oh my God, he left such a bruise. I couldn't swivel my head for like two weeks. It was terrible. Uh, 
have you ever spent the night sleeping by the toilet? No, but I did leave my friend Mike wedged between the toilet and the wall because he got super, super drunk. And he came over to my dorm room with his best friend, Corey. And they were both drunk as hell. They were doing nasty things to my sleeping roommate. They weren't touching her. They were just like, you know, gesticulating and stuff. Um, they both got a smack. And then he went to go pee in the bathroom. And all of a sudden you hear, boom, boom. I was like, uh-oh. And I couldn't get in because he'd locked the fucking door. And it was like, oh, so I had to go all the way around to my sweetmates mates and come in through their door. And I, I opened the door and I see just legs in front of me. I was like, oh my God, he's dead. And I unlocked my bathroom door. Corey comes running in and he goes, nah, he's not dead. He's passed out. I was like, well, shouldn't we like drag him to the bed? He was like, no. He was like, if we have to pee, we'll go next door. I was like, okay. And we left him there the whole night. He was literally like, and I'm talking, this guy was huge. Like he was the center on the football team. He was gigantic. And I mean, like his shoulders, they were like, his whole body was just massive. I actually paid to have a tattoo put on this guy when I was in college. It was a tattoo I liked. I didn't have any tattoos yet and I wasn't allowed to get them. Um, and I, I paid $400 for this huge tiger that was walking down through mist on these like beautiful jagged rocks with the purple moon behind it. Oh my God. It was the most gorgeous tattoo. And he didn't understand why I wanted to pick it out. And I mean, I got his approval before it went on him, obviously, but he was like, why was it so important that you like pick that out? And I was like, honestly, I said, do you like it? And he was like, yeah. I said, well, for the rest of your life, you're going to look down at that and you're always going to think of me. And he was like, holy shit. Oh my God. I was like, yeah, I know. He was like, how do you do that? I was like, how do I do what? He was like, get in my head like that. I was like, well, not for nothing. There's a lot of space in there. And it's true. He had like, oh, he was, he was dumb. So dumb. But I guess I was dumber because I let him get away with shit that I shouldn't have. Anyway, but luckily I never slept with him. So da -da, there's that. Have you ever sunbathed partially or totally naked? Okay, here's the thing. Number one, I'm Italian. We tend to tan. However, the tanning gene skipped me. It hit my grandparents. It hit my mother, my father. I mean, my father, he went in the fucking sun. He was black. Um, me, no, I turned red. Like a lobster. And then I kind of glow in the dark. And then I peel and I cry a whole lot. And that's it. But I have sunbathed completely naked because when I was a teenager, tanning was a thing. And I used to go to the tanning salon and I didn't want lines. So I would wipe down the whole thing and I'd get in naked. Now, I learned over time, you know, the tricks, but the first time I didn't know shit. So when I got home, I thought everything was hunky dory because I'd been in there for 20 minutes on high. And I was like, oh, I feel good. I feel a little warm, but you know, I'm not really seeing a tan. I guess I'll have to go back tomorrow. 
and do it again. Well, I'm stupid. I went back the next day. I did it again. Another 20 minutes, completely naked. I have my ass literally pressed into this machine. So like you're getting everything They I wanted everything done. So I'm like, my legs were open a little bit because I wanted my thighs done. You know, I just wanted the all over thing. Okay. 20 minutes. Now, the only reason they let me do it was because it was another girl that was working. She didn't realize I'd been there the day before. And I come out and she's like, oh, you're a little pink already. I was like, oh, am I? Okay. I go home. Suddenly real tired. I take a, take a little nap. I'm laying down and I hear my grandmother go, oh my God. I said, what, 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 what happened? Have you looked in the mirror? I said, no, why? What happened? I said, oh my God, did the dog like do something in my hair? Like what's going on? Because the dog used to like to like lay up on the couch by my head. And I was like, if this dog freaking like threw up in my hair, I'm going to be so upset. And my grandmother goes, oh, Michelle. Oh, hon, go, go in the bathroom and look in the mirror. I said, all right, go in the bathroom. Now you had to like go in the bathroom, stand in front of the mirror and reach up and turn the light on because it was attached to the freaking mirror. So I, I went in and I click. Oh my God. I was brilliant. Like I literally looked like the rarest steak you have ever seen had had sex with a lobster. And they said, just how red do you want her to be? Because pink wasn't even an option anymore. I was just red. I've never been that sunburned in my life. And guess where it was? Yeah. Parts of my body had never seen sunlight. And now they're burned to a crisp. So the crack of my butt is killing me. Um, all around like my nose, my lips killing me. My boobs. I didn't know your nipples could hurt that much. I really, really didn't. And my grandmother spent like three days hysterical laughing because every time I like moved or coughed or sneezed, it was, and she was like, mm, did you learn your lesson? You like to go naked. You like to do those kind of things. I was like, that's not her accent, but I mean, that's like the attitude. And so yeah, I, I burned places I shouldn't have burned and it was painful. Yeah, so you can laugh. I, I, I encourage you to laugh. Picturing just how burned all my soft bits were. I mean, my, my poor ass. Oh, my God. And, I mean, we're not even going to get into my poor fupa. Lord. Like, there were things that just should never have seen sunlight. And even though it was fake sunlight, they burned. Because high for 40 minutes. Oh, good God. I could have done them for like 10 minutes and on low and they still would have burned. But not to the degree where I thought I was going to have to go to a hospital. Like it was so bad. My grandmother was just pouring vinegar over me. Because the vinegar, it helps take out the sting. And so it makes your skin a little bit more supple. And it takes out the heat. 
And then she would do the shaving cream. Put the shaving cream, put the wet face cloth. Again, it draws out all that heat so you don't blister. And then cover me in noxema. Oh, for the love of God. I smelled so strange for like a week. Because I, I couldn't move. Oh my God, do you know what it was like to pee? Oh, oh I can't. Like it, it was, oh, I, I can vividly recall how bad it was. And I was like 20. Was I 20? Yeah, I was like 20. No, actually, I was 23. Because Michelle, Michelle called me and said, you want to go tanning tomorrow? And I was like, you can go to hell. I hate you. Like, because she was the one that got me into the friggin' tanning. And I was just, oh, my God. I wanted to kill her. And, of course, I was dating her brother. I was seeing her brother for, like, ever. And he just shows up. He looks at me. He was like, are you kidding me? I was like, dude, like, I don't, I don't know what happened. He was, And he had a look at it, like, everything. And he was like, oh, my God. How stupid could you be? <laughs> like, whatever. And that's all right. Because a couple months later, we went to Wildwood. And his ass was like, I don't need any SPF crap. I went and bought like SBF 50 and SBF friggin' 75 for his Irish ass. And he was, I don't want to put that on me. I don't want to, he was just a real pill the whole fucking time. And I was like, you're going to burn. Like we're going to the beach. We're not going to be there for like 10 minutes. You're going to burn. Worry about yourself. Bro, when we got back from the beach, he was already ready to cry. Oh my God, it hurt. I was like, yeah, what? Can I put the cream on you now? You got to be nice. Uh, you yelled at me how many times? Yeah, I'll be nice. Okay. And he's lucky I was because I love them. But Lord, he was burned. It was great. I was like, payback's a bitch. Uh, do, 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 do. Have you ever had sex with a person whose name you didn't know? No. I've always known their names. I didn't care, but I knew them. I mean, occasionally I would get their names wrong just to aggravate them. I'd go through like every single one of the names I knew that started with that same letter, even though I knew their name. I just didn't want them to feel like, you know, they were welcome or they were special. I'm like, dude, you're not. You literally were here to scratch my itch and you didn't even do that. Get the fuck out. Uh, all right. Funny ones. Have you ever gone on a bad blind date? I've gone on a lot of bad dates where I wanted to be blind. Yeah. I've gone on a lot of dates where I wanted to blind my date. Mm -hmm. I think the worst date of my life had to be with James Tarabakia. And I'm just going to throw that name out there because... Fuck you, James. Um, yeah, I was 22. 22? Was I 22? No, was I? Yeah, I was 22. Um, it was right before I started dating Billy. James ran into me. Well, he ran into me. He came to the vet place that I was working at on the corner of my house. Cause like I said, Italians don't usually live or work far from their home. You got to be able to run home for lunch. You got to be able to run home to go get the grocery list, to go out 
to get stuff, you know, before you go home for whatever. But I digress. Point. Michelle focus. So James, yeah, he came to see me at the at the vet hospital or the vet office and he wouldn't leave me alone and he wouldn't leave. And I kept saying, you're going to get me fired. You're going to get me fired. Just go out with me tonight. Go out with me tonight, please. Just go on a date with me tonight. I said, if you'll fucking leave, I'll go on a date with you. Awesome. Okay. Whatever. He leaves, comes to pick me up. He's an hour late. That's number one. Now I'm pissed off. So now you're not, Number one, you're not getting shit from me. And two, now you're going to get an attitude. So I was like, all right, you know what? Just And he picks me up and he's just like, oh, I just had the hardest time. I'm so sorry. It was hard for me to get the car. Now he's like shoving me out the door to get to this car. And it's like this old ass, ugly, beat up car. And I'm looking at it like, dude, I, I wouldn't drive that to the fucking junkyard. Like, real, all right, I'm getting... So I was like, thank God. I just, I just got to get through tonight. I just got to get through tonight. We didn't have cell phones where I could say, Hey, help me. No, it was just me on my own, but I knew I could take them. So he drives up, he drives two towns over and he's like, are you hungry? I was like, yeah, if you want to go eat, he was like, Oh no, I have like a bag of chips. He gives me an open bag of chips from the floor of the car behind me like the seat behind me from the floor it's not remotely closed it's just kind of like you know like open but like rolled down so i have no idea what's been in there and i'm looking at this car and it's like fucking dirty and i was like this is your car i thought you didn't have a car he goes no i had a hard time getting the car to take you out tonight you know she didn't want to give it to me i said oh who your mom he was like no nice girlfriend i was like this is your your ex-girlfriend's car? And he was like, yeah. I said, did you tell her that you were going on a date? He was like, well, yeah, we're very open and honest with one another. I was like, oh, another strike. I was like, he's got enough strikes for like the World Series. And I was just like, mm, okay, where are we going then? Because I'm not eating these fucking chips. I like, I just held the chips in my hand, like whatever. And I'm just like, just, just, just give him another 10 minutes and then say, oh my God, I'm going to be sick. So he goes to Pathmark, which for any of you guys out there, it's like Hy-Vee, Albertsons, Food Town. It's a big supermarket. And he parks in the parking lot. And I'm like, what are you doing? He said, I just thought we'd talk. Here? I like it here. You you like the, the Pathmark parking lot. Okay. So he's telling me all about like his CIA work and how he's undercover. And if he ever told me what he did, he'd have to kill me. And he's telling me all this stuff and I'm sitting there just looking at him and I'm laughing because I can't hold it in anymore because this is fucking comical. So he's gone through all this stuff and then he was like, oh, you want to go to my house? We've been sitting there five minutes. I said, sure. Because I'm figuring his house is like five blocks from my house. I can run for it. Yeah, no. He took my purse and goes into the house. He was like, oh, I got your bag. I was like, son of a bitch. So I had to follow him into his house. Whatever. He sits me down. Doesn't say, do you want something to drink? Whatever. He sits me down on the plastic 
that's on the little love seat couch because it's an Italian house. Of course, there's plastic on all the furniture, just like my house. And he was like, sorry about that. I was like, I'm a guinea too. Don't worry about it. Sit down. He puts the TV on. He goes, let's watch a movie. He puts, now there's a tape in there. He pushes play and there's a woman. A lot of hands. Fists, I would say, going into her at the same time from behind in behind and they pan away and the five hands which i am still trying to process belong to five midgets well okay then and i'm just like what the fuck because at this point i'm still a good girl i haven't met the internet Okay, all I've ever seen is Antonio Banderas' penis in Playgirl. That's it. That's all I've ever seen was his dick. That was it. And like, you know, whoever I was with. And I'm just like, why? Okay. And he's like got this look on his face. And I was like, what? Because I really have no clue what's going on. I've been around the block a couple times and I'm still like completely naive as to what he's going to do. And I was just like, um, why are we watching this? He was like, oh, it's just, you know, it's Russian. It's Russian. Okay. Um, alrighty. And he was like, come on. So he's like, got my hand and he's like, come on, come on. At this point, I was like, bitch, get the fuck out of this house. I said, you know what? Look, you know what would really turn me on? He was like, what? He's like with tongue out. He's trying to like kiss me. I'm pushing him away. Mind you, he's like a rock and I haven't done anything with this boy. And I'm pushing him away, pushing him away. And finally, I I used my strength and I like pushed him and I hit him in the solar plexus. So I like knocked the wind out of him a little. And I was just like, I said, stay there. And what would really turn me on? I like to watch. And he, oh, all right. So he went and he did his thing. And I sat back and I, I was just like, close your eyes. Because I didn't want him to see me not looking. Because I'm like covering my face like, oh, dear God, hurry up. I should not have worried because he was over in like 15 seconds. And I was like, what is it with these fucking Hoboken men and the quick shots? I just don't get it. But anyway, he goes and does that. And he's like, oh, uh, I said, oh, Go ahead. I was like, go in the bathroom, clean up. I was like, take your time. He was like, thanks. And he's like, oh, you're so great. I was like, yeah, I'm the best. And I'm just like waiting. And he's the minute that door went click, I was straight up out of that chair, grabbed my purse, down the hallway, around the turn, down the other hallway, down the stairs, outside, down the front steps, down the block. And I was four blocks away when I heard Fisha! I was like, nope. I got home. I told my grandmother what happened. She was like, I'll kill him. I was like, no, but we ain't answering the door. I was like, we are not answering the door. And he was, she was like, all right. And he showed up at my, at my job the next day. And I was like, do you see all these syringes? I'm going to put them through your eyes. If you ever, ever come near me again. And he was like, 
So it wasn't a good day. I was like, I will tell everyone what you did and you'll have a new nickname. Well, you know, he, he should have listened because like a year later he saw me on the street and he was on crutches and I was trying to like go around them. And he was like, would you please just talk to me? I was like, fine. I was like, what? And he was like, oh, so this happened. It's my back. And he's going into all this. And all of a sudden I'm, cause I'm looking at him while he's talking to me. All of a sudden his hands are up and on both my boobs. I slapped that bitch so hard. He flew off his crutches. I was like, you know what? That was it. I was like that. That was the line. You crossed it. Fuck you. And luckily for me, I broke a tooth that same day. And my ex, who was not my ex yet, because I hadn't dated him, Billy, but we were friends, was driving past. And he was like, why are you outside? You're always outside. I was like, I've been out here for a half an hour waiting for a goddamn cab. He was like, where are you going? And he was like, Saturday night. Why aren't you going to church? I said, I got to go to the dentist because um, I broke my tooth. I said, and it really, really hurts. He was like, I'll get in. I'll take you. So he was like, so you're dating James. I was like, what? And he was like, I heard that you went on a date with James. I said, all right. So you know what? I was going to let it go, but now I'm not. So I told him the whole thing. And sure enough, James wound up with the nickname jerk off James and everybody knew. And he's just like, he, he won't even like approach me. Things don't work out very well for people when they, you know, mess with me. But I always thought that was such a funny story because everybody's like, How, this shit only happens to you. I was like, actually, no. If you talk to people, it happens to a lot of people. Um, just nobody admits it as freely as I do. Have you ever made up a story to get out of a traffic ticket? I have never had to do that, but I have boobs. So as soon as like I got pulled over, I would just pop a couple buttons or pull my shirt down like a lot, fluff up my tits and no ticket. Um, there was one time though, it was really funny. I was coming back from Philly. I went to see Eddie in Philly and I was driving back to Trenton state to go back to college. And I was going about, now, I had a Dodge Shadow. On a good day, she'd reach like 80. And I my I think my speedometer only went up to like 85. It didn't go like to 100 because the car just didn't go that fast. And I was just zooming along and I had a cigarette in one hand, the radio going, and I wasn't paying attention. There was like nobody on the road. And woo-woo-woo, son of a bitch. Because that's all I needed was a Philly friggin' ticket. So I was like, all right, I'm on, you know, 95 North trying to go home. And he pulls me over and comes walking up. And I'm all relaxed. My tits are like, you know, beautiful in the moon moonlight. And he's swaggering. And he was like, evening. License and registration. I gave them both. Do you know how fast you were going? I said, I honestly don't. I was just trying to get back to school. He said, you were going 95 miles. I said, oh my God, was I really? 
I, he said, you didn't know. I said, no, well, look, it only goes up to like 85. And he looked at me like he had no words, none. And I was just so flabbergasted that I was going faster than my speedometer could track. And he was just like, he shook his head. He gave me back my paperwork. He said, it's way too late for this. Drive slower. Go. Just go. I was like, do I have to just go? And I was like, he was so done with me. <laughs> but I mean, this was like 1993. He had no, <laughs> no patience left to deal with me. And he was just like, just go, just go, go now. Like go now. <laughs> But, um, have you ever made a prank phone call? Oh, Jesus Christ. I made friends when I used to make prank phone calls. I, I remember we, we called this random number. It was me and like a bunch of girls that were sleeping in my house. And we called a random number and this like real Guido guy picked up. And it wound up we, you know, because we all only had seven digits. We didn't have to dial an area code. If you dialed seven digits, you knew you were dialing locally. So that's what we would do. And the guy lived locally. So it was like, all right. I went up talking to him for like three years. Like he was a really good guy. And I can't remember his goddamn name. Like I didn't talk to him every day, but like I talked to him sporadically. And that's what happens. I have, <laughs> I have my lawyer, John. John works in San Diego. I met John on, I don't know, some chatting site, some chatting dating site, like for hookups. And I gave him my, my phone number because, you know, he was texting me all the time and I hated the app. So I just gave my phone number. I was like, you just text me. And we talked, we started talking and like we would have phone sex or whatever. And I want to see you. I want to see you. I want to see you. And I was like, no, 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 no. That was like, I want to say eight years ago. And he still texts me and he still just randomly calls me. And he's like, are we ever going to meet? He's coming up to New York next month and he wants to meet up and he knows I'm not going to. He was like, well, you consider it. Sure. I mean, I'll consider it. That doesn't mean I'm going to say yes. I've considered it many times, but I just, eh. I like talking to him. I don't, I think meeting him would just, I don't know. I, I'd make bad decisions. I always make bad decisions face to face, but yeah, so that, that was a phone call that really should have been a prank. Um, and it, the thing is like, my friends are like, why don't you just date him? Just date him. He's a lawyer. I don't give a fuck. And then I found out that he's a lawyer for like, that he does all the stuff with like Comic-Con. And I was like, damn it. But see, now I can't date him knowing that because I would be like, give me tickets. Give me tickets to the big ones. Like, give me all backstage, backstage shit. Like, I want to meet people for free. Um, have you ever played a trick on someone or had someone play a trick on you. Okay. In general, there's things people don't do to me. 
They don't yell at me. They don't boss me around and they don't prank me because my wrath is, well, it's scary. My friend who I thought was my friend and then he turns out he wasn't. I kind of wish I would have stabbed him in the face. Um, Victor, who I hate with everything in me and everything out of me. Um, he had an office. He was the gym teacher at the school that I taught at. We were good friends, or at least I thought we were. And I'm still bitter about it. Yes. Because mm -hmm. I don't take betrayal lightly. Loyalty is everything to me. And I'd walk through fire for that kid. See, I call him a kid now because it aggravates him when people call him that. So that's all I ever call him. Kid. He's a baby. He's Peter Pan. So whatever. So... I had a key to his office. He had this little office all to himself, private bathroom, whatever. And it really was just in shit condition. So I had called my friend Zuma and I was like, look, you are the queen of pranks. I want to do this. Can you help me get it done real quick? Cause you know, I don't climb. And she was like, yeah. So she picked me up. We go to the school on a Sunday during a basketball game. I'm walking through the basketball thing. looking at all the moms like, Hey, cause they all know me. I let myself into his office. We locked the door and we used the colored store inserts from the newspapers to completely, completely wallpaper his office. We did the ceiling. We did the walls. We did the floor. I filled his microwave and uh, his refrigerator with plastic balls. And I had put black paper in front of the microwave by the window so you wouldn't see them. And I closed them so that when he opens them, you know, all out. I filled his bathroom with balloons, hundreds of balloons. And then I closed the door and I covered it in saran wrap. And then I taped the whole doorway shut. We covered his, um, his chair, his computer chair and his desk in like, old newspaper and then we saran wrapped his his desk chair so that it would take him forever to get into it and we left and when he went in on monday morning i was hiding in the corner of the gym watching and all you hear is jesus christ <laughs> and he, for like 10 minutes what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> he couldn't even get in without walking on like all the crinkle paper because we made it noisy and so he huge dude he's like six foot five and he's walking and he's like he turns around he sees me and he was like it had to be you i was like i got you he was like this is war but that bitch never had the balls to prank me not once sad because he really should have because we love to prank people i love it i always prank people i did it to marty my principal i went into where what did i do to him i put glitter in his office that was one thing he really hated um i forget what else i did but i mean i didn't really have to prank him his life was just weird he spilled coffee once in his lap and I was in the main office and he comes out holding his pants away from his 
crotch and with this giant stain. And it's me and like four other ladies in there. And we're all just looking at him. And he's like crab walking, holding this away from him because it's ice cold. And I just looked at her. He didn't know I was there. And he's like, ladies, can you help? Oh, shit. And I just, because he looked up and saw me and I was grinning from ear to ear. I said, dude, could you not hold the load? He's like, I fucking knew you'd have something to say. <laughs> he was like, well, now that you're here, can you help me with this? I said, I don't know what you want me to help with. It looks like you finished. And he was just like, Shelly, please help me get rid of the stain. I was like. He said, do I look like Jesus? I can't just wave my hand and it evaporates. I was like, don't you have a hair dryer? No. You need a hair dryer. Thanks. I don't have one. I said, no, but you know what you do have? You have an air conditioner that you can switch to heat. And you can blast it right on there like a hand dryer. Oh, all right. How am I supposed to reach it? I said, I don't know. Stand on the chair and put your junk in front of it. I was joking. I go into his office to like bring him paper towels and stuff. And he's standing on the chairs in front of the air conditioner. It's on heat and he's blasting it at his crutch. And that's what I walked into. And I just said, you know what? You don't pay me enough for this job. You really don't. I was like, you're worse than my kids. And he's just, oh God. And he was just like, I can't believe I did that. I said, I can't believe you wanted me to fucking, what did you want me to pat it dry? I was like, then you've got another problem. He was like, you know, you're such a bitch. I was like, ah, I'm just honest. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I know. I mean, of course, I bought him a hairdryer. I went out the next day and I bought him a hairdryer. And he was like, thank you. And yeah, you're welcome. I was like, stop spilling shit in your lap. I was like, and at least I'm going with you with that excuse only because I smelled the coffee. Otherwise, he's a degenerate. Could have been anything. But anyway, that was my not so short question thing. But I think a lot of them were funny. I hope you got a laugh out of them. Because I know I've been away and I've been kind of bleh. And I just, you know, I wanted you guys to laugh. And I kind of wanted some good memories of my own. As much as people have betrayed me and I hold that shit to my heart like a freaking badge of honor, I guess, that I would never do that to them and they did it to me. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I can't let the bad stuff paint over the good stuff. I just can't. You know, I, my happy memories are my happy memories. You know, the fact that it wound up shitty with each one of these people, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, I had fun doing it. That's why I tell my kids, you know, you have to choose to be happy. When it's not medically or chemically impossible, I will always choose to be happy. But sometimes I just can't get my brain on board, you know. And days like that, I don't want to bring you guys down. So it's just best if I, you know decompress on my own so that's what happened and i really hope you enjoyed my stories there are so many more because truth really is stranger than fiction and if it could happen to anybody it's freaking happen to me i just attract all that weird nonsense so then it makes for a really interesting life 
you know, like the Dixie chick said, when it's my turn to march up to glory, I'm going to have one hell of a story. And I will. I will always have an amazing story. I love telling stories. And I really hope you enjoy them. If you did, click on that like, subscribe, comment, share, all the things that help my channel out. Because I'm not growing and it's upsetting because I put my heart into this channel. So we'll see. I'm going to have to do a little bit more self-promotion. In the meantime, I love you guys. Mwah! Happy Saturday. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. See you in the funny papers. Bye.